right here, right now. Welcome to the podcast with your hosts, Katie and Moni. Get ready to share a laugh and be amused. It's time to tell our stories right here, right now. Back to life, back Back to reality. Did you sing that a lot this week? No, but that's how I felt. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, Katie. Hey, Monica. (laughs) It's been a long week getting back in our saddles. That's right. We haven't been in these chairs for a little while. You guys might feel like, what are they talking about? Nothing has changed. We've got an episode each week. That's because we are batch girls. (laughs) Batching it out. That's right. Like professionals. For sure. The pros do this. We've, you know, we've done things. We've been places the last few weeks since we were in these chairs. Monica went on an awesome cruise for her, boom, five-year wedding anniversary. Wow. You know, guys, it's really hard to be disconnected for so many days, like going off the grid, not having your phone, not checking your email. Is it hard? Tell us how hard it is to be on this cruise. It sounds terrible. Well, it's hard (laughs) to come back. Yeah, that's hard. Like that long of time, literally turning off your phone. Getting away from the, oh, I got to check the time. Oh, I got to check my messages. Oh, I got to check my email. Oh, let's check the social media. There's so many things we check that we don't realize all these flags are going off all day long and how hooked on Mm -hmm. that thing we are. And when that goes away, like, oh my gosh, it's so freeing, like freeing. But then they chackle you back on. Then they're like, here's your phone again. It's got service. Here, do all the things now. Get it. Oh, you had something happening at work. You probably needed to know. While you were gone, I had my fire going one night and it was really cold outside and I was kind of channeling you. And I was like, I, on the podcast, we talked about making space for yourself and I am here. I have work to do still. I could go do the dishes, but this fire feels so good. And I'm just going to let all of that go. And I had this like 15 minute vacation of the mind and it was amazing. So don't worry, just because you're back doesn't mean you can't access and now you have it so accessible. Exactly. It's right there. You're like, oh, I know how that feels. Bring it back on. Mm-hmm. And it's funny because, you know, leading up to a trip, and we mentioned this on an episode prior, that there's so many things you set up in alignment so that when you return, it's, you know, all taken care of. And it was. Like, everything had yes. played out so smoothly. All the people were in the right places. Everything was tied well. And it was an incredibly smooth reentry to reality, and despite the mindset shifts. I will say, before we left, I remember Monica telling me she'd already made her planner so that she was like, I don't have to stress when I get back. I can just look at my time and my day, and I know exactly what tasks I need to do. I'm like... <sighs> course you're my best friend bitch (laughs) full disclosure though i totally got back and saw my to-do list from last whenever monica and i was like what was she thinking (laughs) didn't she know i was gonna need like two days back at the house with nothing to do like this is crazy we're gonna need some recovery they're all pushed a couple days back just if that makes you feel any better so much better i'm glad (laughs) to know that (laughs) i still have the lists they're just on new days yeah postpone the days you got to be flexible that's, that's a good point. Mm-hmm. That is a very good point. <laughs> Speaking of being flexible, today we have a little surprise about getting out of your comfort zone, being in the total comfort zone of vacation. We're taking a shift into some things you can do to get out of the comfort zone. Though I can't help but say sometimes on vacation, you're not totally in your comfort zone. So true. Good point. Like a lot of out of the comfort zone. Yeah. But that's you're a whole other You're completely right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just thinking about maybe like room a service on zone. a cruise. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah, definitely not in the leisure zone anymore. Yeah, for sure. Um, but the comfort zones that we get so used to, especially around the holidays, because typically for a lot of us, we've been conditioned in our growing up that we do these certain things, we eat these certain foods, we sing these certain songs, and we do all these very certain things at this certain time of year. Right. Very it's habitual. It's zone. It's, Traditional. Yes. Yes. It's... It's comfortable. It's nostalgic. You want you feel warm and fuzzy in yeah. that space. And we like those spaces. Yes. And they're typically nice and they won't harm you. So why would we want to get out of them? Well, I think um, <laughs> pumpkin pie every day forever could potentially harm you. You could get pumpkin poisoning. <laughs> I've heard this is an <laughs> epidemic. Total. <laughs> Epidemic. Wow. <laughs> Wow. Oh, my God. You really squashed that one. (laughs) Oh, wow. But. Butternut. (laughs) (laughs) So today we're bringing in a guest speaker. You've heard her before. You'll hear her again. Our wonderful Sally Goodmaker Bales. Yes, which we want to congratulate her. We're going to clap for her when she gets on the phone because she got her uh, domain purchase for <gasps> sallygoodmaker.com. So stay wow. tuned for super great insights on food, family, fun. Who knows what she's going to put out because she is incredible. Her writing's amazing. Her speaking is amazing. But most of all, her heart. She is an amazing cook. Mm-hmm. And it'd be easy for an amazing cook to be like, you know what? I know what I'm good at. Uh, I'm going to stick with my comfort zone in the kitchen. I'm going to do this meat and potatoes, pun intended. It's a pretty basic thing. But Sally challenged herself this past month of October to try a new spin on her kitchen cuisine. And she went for a plant-based menu all month long just to see what would happen. Yep. Just out of curiosity. Creativity's sake. So we're bringing, we are bringing Sally on to discuss her Plantober experience, what it taught her, her takeaways, and, you know, just using that as an example of all the different ways we can get out of our comfort zone. We all have them, things we're good at, things that we should step out of the box, do it up a little differently, Mm -hmm. especially during the holiday season, if we can do something that might bring us a little more health or well-being, break out of the comfort zone in that way. And inspire us to be creative in the process because, you know, getting out of your box requires a new method. If you keep doing it the same way, I mean, you don't need a new method, so you don't have to be creative ever. It's just the same pattern. You're just going in the same rut, perhaps. Not to say it's a rut, but, you know, after you repeat a pattern in one line, it draws itself into a rut. It It does. does. Yeah. It's science. It's terrain science. Yeah. So she gonna, learned it in her terrain school. Yeah. <laughs> All terrain education. So we're going to call Miss Sally. Hopefully she'll answer. Hello. Hi. Oh, hey, girl. How are you? We're clapping for you because we're so proud of you for starting this one amazing challenge, but two, it launched you into your domain purchase of www.sallygoodmaker.com, and we are just so inspired. So excited. That is awesome. I can't wait to see what kind of content you come up with. Yeah, I've been creating content for this forever, I think, and, um, you know, it just, 
I'm just going to start documenting what I'm cooking and that's where I'm going to start. And I can do that with my phone. And my neighbor came over and showed me how to use my website that I've purchased. Yay. Um, and so like, that's all I need. I don't need anything special. Just start where I am with what I have. And <sighs> perfect that was a quotable right there Mm -hmm. you you made it i think it's somebody else's quote you can't quote me on that oh but oh but we can you can't quote a quotable do that you do what you want so tell us a little about we kind of introed you before we called you and we mentioned this um the way that the kitchen is your comfort zone typically you specifically sally are a master in the kitchen and you can just like do it with your eyes closed but this month or past month sorry october you took this super creative charge into your normally comfort zone and you totally mixed it up yep with the the plant-based approach and we want to hear about like if it was challenging scary natural like what you're overall uh, relating to that out of your comfort zone way <laughs> sure yeah um so let this last month um of october i i just i guess i'll back up a little bit on on why i did what i did i i did a plant-based diet in october which you know a lot of people are doing that's not a big deal but i did it out of reasons of my health because i was waking up feeling like I was 80 years old mm. and like having a hard time getting out of bed. And I am 38. Um, so, you know, it's like, well, this is probably, you know, just understanding how things work. This is going to get worse before it gets better unless I do something different. So I decided I would cleanse my body and do that with doing a plant-based diet. Mm-hmm. And so I figured October was a perfect month to do that because the holidays start really like, you know, the end of October into Thanksgiving and then to Christmas and then to New Year's and then my birthday is right after New Year's. Mm. And so it's just like this this um, binging out of parties and, you know, get togethers and a I'm lot a of holiday excuses so yeah. holiday stuff, and habits. Right? Yep. Yeah. So I figured October would be perfect to cleanse and mm-hmm. then start the holidays um, better. So right. I, I called it Plantober, um, <laughs> October is my heaviest diet, and I didn't get that from anywhere. I um, came up with that on my own. I'm like the only one with that hashtag on Instagram, which was really fun to find out. What? And uh, I know. Well, I guess there were some other people that did it, but it was for actual plants. They were taking pictures of their, like, houseplants, <laughs> um, which I thought was really cute. I but, just assumed um, that that was a thing. It sounds mm-hmm. so catchy, Plantober. Mm-hmm. No, I, I just came up with that on my own. Of course so you I, did. I probably should do something, like, with that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. yes. So anyway. Trademark. Um, this is a trademark, guys. Just yeah. so you know, you can't take that. That's Sally's. Yeah. Okay. Trademark. So Sally'sGoodMaker.com. Like you said, I love to cook, and the kitchen is my zone of genius, so I think. And I've worked in restaurants for most of my life, and... Like anytime I have a bad day, anytime I have stuff on my mind, it's almost like my yoga or meditation or insert whatever your happy place is. So I go in there and I just start creating and use whatever I have on hand and it's just so much fun. So this was a little bit of a wrench in things because I generally, I was raised on kind of soul food, Southern cooking, Mm -hmm. which is based on a lot of bacon Mm, (laughs) and butter. Yum. Yum. And uh, flour. And I also, so I did plant-based, no gluten, no sugar, 
and of course, obviously no meat. So I, I, I didn't realize that. Whoa. Yeah, I restricted myself vastly because I really wanted to detox my body so that I could start feeling better mm-hmm. and get rid of the inflammation. And I also developed a really bad sweet tooth because I quit drinking in May and <laughs> I got a, a new like vice, a, a new yeah. vice, which was sugar. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And so I just wanted to curb my sweet tooth. So I did all of all of the restricted diet so that I could, um, and nobody told me to do this. I just instinctively was like, I will just eat plants and that has got to heal me. Yes. And it did. Um, so I, I, I uh, got in the kitchen and got really creative. Of course, I did my due diligence. I looked at a bunch of websites. I read a bunch of articles. I, you know, watched videos. I did my research and then I kind of just created my own stuff. Um, and I created my own recipes and I did this all on social media. Um, I am an extremely private person and I don't put everything out on social media. Like, you know, a lot of people do, which is great. And I'm like more power to you. That's Mm -hmm. awesome that you can do that. I just never have been that person. Mm -hmm. And so this was really stepping out of my comfort zone to put myself out on social media. But I knew that if I did that and I talked about it, then you it would, would hold me accountable. It. Yeah. Ugh, love and that. I, and I did not do it for weight loss. Um, I decided earlier this year that I was tired of trying to hate myself skinny. And <laughs> I was just going to love myself just like Oh, I that was what we talked about last week. Yep. Oh, really? And I haven't gotten to listen to that one. So that's hilarious. I love that. <laughs> yep. Um, oh, yeah. <laughs> well, and that's something that I learned through my, my, um, love of Brooke Castillo and the life coach school. She talks about that, you know, don't hate yourself skinny, you know, that just love yourself. Yes. And so I started, you know, implementing earlier this year, like walking by the mirror and winking at yourself. Um, (laughs) That's one of the things that I love. It's like, Hey girl, how you doing? You're doing good. Nobody, Um, nobody ever changed from a lack of love. (laughs) So, um, so I didn't do this to lose weight. I did this just strictly for the other benefits and to cleanse my body. And I got in the kitchen. I created all this stuff. I was documented on social media. And, and you were um, inspiring and, me while you were doing it. And making us and super hungry. Lots of people. Of, and apparently a lot of other people, which I had zero idea that that would happen. I was even surprised when people were commenting on my stuff because I really hadn't done the social media thing. So I really didn't know how much feedback you got and um all that pri- engagement <laughs> no <laughs> people were private messaging me and telling me like thank you for doing this you were inspiring me to eat better um wow. I love your food your recipes are amazing send me the recipe to this and so I just kind of thought well um this is you know it's pretty incredible that I'm making a difference I I had people reach out to me that I hadn't talked to in years personally they'd could text me on my cell phone, my mobile number, and are like, hey, how are you doing? I haven't talked to you in forever, but I wanted to talk to you about plant-based diet. And wow. so I know <sighs> it, it, it was really, really cool. Um, really brought you together with people. That's so neat. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I, I um, have had this idea simmering on the back burner for quite some time that um, I wanted <laughs> Good to Good one. <laughs> Uh, that I wanted to start a website, and so I just went with it, and I've had this domain name for probably a couple of years now, and wanted to use it, but it's just like, I have been on the fence about things, and 
then I'd run into technological issues and just would get frustrated and walk away. And then I started listening to y'all's podcast and it's like, I'm serious. This has been like tremendous for me listening to you guys and other people and just more women like this that are just kind of stepping out there and not letting fear stop them. Mm -hmm. And so, Mm -hmm. um, I, I changed my Instagram name. So if you you want to find the recipes and everything I've been doing over the last month, it's Sally Goodmaker. And then my website will be sallygoodmaker.com. It's up right now, but the only thing that on that's on there is my about page. And it says about Sally, she's a good maker. And that is all that's on there right now. So don't go there. That's all you need to, to know. Find. Spoiler alert. I love it. Bookmark it now though. Cause it's yeah, gonna be but big. I will, it's gonna I will have big. stuff uh, soon. So yeah, that's a mm. lot. Hey, and I do just want to bring up, um, before we were talking publicly, Sally and I were chatting and she had mentioned, I have to bring this up, (laughs) that you got pneumonia two weeks into your (laughs) plant-based diet. And I'm bringing it up because in You Are a Badass, she talks about how when you make huge radical life shifts, for some reason, the universe likes to throw you curveballs and make sure you're really ready for it. Like she gives the example of a gal decided to quit her nine to five and became, I think, like she opened a record studio or a recording studio and then it flooded or something along those lines. Yet she did it anyway. And she mentioned, Jen mentions like five of her close relations doing something drastic and then life like throwing this curveball at them, them still persevering. And she said, it's almost like part of the breakthrough of changing. And I love that, yeah. you know, you're like, I'm going to get my body right. And then two weeks in, it's like pneumonia. <laughs> yeah. Which immediately anytime I've been sick before it had been like toast and chicken noodle soup. Go right and, back mm-hmm. into your comfort zone. And you, right. you stuck by it. it and you didn't. I stuck by it. Mm-hmm. And I think that's so cool. And just before we called you also, we were um, loving this interview I saw earlier, this woman, Sarah Jones, which I sent you a link mm-hmm. to also, Sally. But yes. she, her on her social media, the last thing was um, trying to shift my vocabulary. I'm really stressed from saying I'm really stressed this week to... I'm birthing a divine plan and it's a hard labor or something yeah. like that, similar to <laughs> I that. Love that. It's like instead of saying you're stressed, like you're just in a labor right now and it's okay to breathe. That's right. After a workout, you're sore and this is just like one of those symptoms of knowing that you're headed in the right direction. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you sometimes you just have to um, push through. You know, I've had so many times in my life where, where things, and it seems like it happens with family a lot like family catastrophes or things happen like on the precipice of change for me and I have let them dictate me before Mm -hmm. and this time now because I'm more savvy to it and I've done the research and I'm reading and studying and listening all the time I understand and I expect it now like it or rather than expect it I just if it happens like okay that's okay. Mm -hmm. That's outside of me. That doesn't control me. That Mm -hmm. doesn't mean that I have to change my plans because of things that are happening outside of me. Now it's easier said than done, especially if a catastrophe were to happen or something. But, you know, for, for most of the things that come our way, we can handle them and just keep pushing forward without letting it derail you completely. And so often things that are not catastrophes, we treat as though they are. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And we don't, you know, reserve that, that energy for the actual catastrophe. So then when that happens, we're really thrown out of. Well, well and I think it's yeah. just an easy out too, where, you know, our, our fear and our 
brain that our monkey brain that tells us to stay in the cave it's like well see I told you I told you this was going to happen so you better just go back into your comfort zone and don't try these things and so we have to keep moving forward yeah not listen to that voice and let it take you over like it so often will Mm -hmm. for not paying attention yep I like that you pay attention Sally (laughs) what was that You're good. Uh, thanks. Uh, so, I like I said, I didn't do this to lose weight, but I did actually lose 10 pounds in hey. that month. Wow. And, but the, the coolest and the craziest thing was I lost three inches around my waist within like 10 days or something crazy like that. Wow. Oh, wow. man. But you had cut <laughs> out the gluten, the I mean, sugar, I had inches to the lose, meat. But it was just shocking. That is. That happened quickly. Yeah. And that makes me really think about the, you know, the inflammation part of it. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Just that bloaty feeling. So um, I kind of eased things into my diet to see how my body would react to introducing foods to see if I could figure out the trigger of the inflammation. And I'm pretty sure I figured it out, which I haven't eliminated it yet because it's the hard one. Oh. It's it's dairy. Um, I know. I'm going to have like a going away party for it or something, I think. But or I'm not ready to let it go. Can we please? Or you just but have to do like intermittent and there is the lactose. You can take your uh, lactose pills or. Oh, no, just move that? on. I know. You know what I love? I got this from Brooke Castillo. She talked about giving things up and you can mind hack yourself by saying, you know, like when you get married, you say in your mind, I've had enough dates and I'm done with dates. I am now going to be with this one man and that feels good. You can feel good about saying that. So she was saying her friend was giving up bread and her friend is like, you know what? I've had enough bread in my life. I have enjoyed bread. I have known bread. Aww. Bread and I have had a relationship and I am good for on bread. My life is complete. I've had the bread and now I'm moving forward. So that's what you can say to Derry. You know, Derry and I have had some good times. <laughs> Such good times. We have. And it's just going to be hard, but it's got to move on. You know, you know? it's funny because um, when I quit drinking, I did it because I my family history is like high cholesterol. Lovely. And so I quit drinking to control my cholesterol, which worked swimmingly. And I wrote a breakup letter to alcohol. Oh, nice. That's effective. And it was really therapeutic. And that kind of same thought of just like hashing it out. Like, you know, we've had some good times and you were there for me. And then there's been times you've been, you really mistreated me and and Mm -hmm. made me feel like shit the next day. And, Mm -hmm. you know, just went through all the emotions of the alcohol and my relationship. And um, it really helped. So maybe... Um, I'll do something different for the dairy because I would like to maybe have like an ice cream social party or something. Mm-hmm. Um. But there's so many fun <laughs> ways to creatively go around dairy and ice cream and other lots of yeah. other fun mm-hmm. things. There, there so that will be Hello, new... coconut milk. Yeah. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. I, that's my favorite endeavor. ice cream now is the coconut milk ice cream. It's amazing. It's so delicious. So delicious. It is. They named it that way on purpose. Mm-hmm. They're like, tell us the first thing you think of after you eat a bite of ice cream. I'm like, it's so delicious. <laughs> <laughs> like, got it. We're done. That's it. Close it up. 
<laughs> so speaking of things that are so delicious and also a little bit different, um, what are your thoughts on some maybe plant basing typical Thanksgiving recipes? Yes. Do you have any suggestions for our listeners who might be like intrigued and it's like, oh, well, Thanksgiving's next week. What can I do to spice this traditional thing up? Sure. Yes, absolutely. I do. Um, one of my favorite discoveries the whole time that I did the plant-based is that my ultimate comfort food is mashed potatoes. Mm. Um, or is it our mashed potatoes? Cause it's multiple. Anyway, um, mashed potatoes is like my favorite food. I, I was raised on it and I was like, well, I'm going to go a month without mashed potatoes. So I was pretty sad about that. <laughs> but then I was like, no, I'm going to try it. So I'm sitting there making my mashed potatoes, boiling the potatoes. And I'm, I was like literally stressing out trying to figure out how I was going to conquer these mashed potatoes. Because and your traditional got, ones have what? What do you do? Butter? Oh, butter, sour cream. Okay. And, mm. um, okay. and some milk or heavy cream, whatever I have on hand. Okay. And then mm-hmm. a variety of spices. I usually include dill in my mashed potatoes, um, which gives it a, an extra savoriness to it and mm. another flavor profile. But it almost <laughs> gives it like a ranch quality. So <laughs> I realized I that you. I could do um, cashews and make like a cashew cream. With cashews, water, and then all the um, spices for like a ranch dressing, and I did that and mixed it in with my potatoes, and they were incredible. It's almost better, maybe better now. I can't remember, but they were really, really good. Wow! Um, so that was that was a fun find and a good plant based mm. swap out is to do the cashew. Jeez. And if you've never done cashew like cream it's just cashews equal parts cashews and water pretty much and then um blend it until it's it's creamy and then that can go in lots of things um for this particular thing it was like the the milky cream for the mashed potatoes our mutual friend and other goddess green goddess inspiration of plant-based things this must be jerry (laughs) is i know i'm like yeah she has uh taught me the cashew cream mac and cheese Mm. we did for a workshop here once and it was so good like you know i'm not a big cheese fan Mm. but the flavor of it sometimes is appealing and it was so stinking good and i've made some of the most incredible mushroom creamy mushroom soup that i've ever eaten in my life just with regular cashew milk and Mm. mushrooms and broth and oh my gosh you would think you would have put with some of the mushrooms in the blender whip it up a whole lot Mm. you would think it was made with all cream and there's no dairy at all it's incredible yeah lots of workarounds yeah there are a lot of workarounds and and that's what i liked about this challenge too is it really it challenged me as a chef or cook or whatever you want to call me, home cook. Um, good maker. A good, a good maker. Yeah. It challenged my good makerness. And I, I really feel like I excelled. I, every meal that I ate, I thoroughly enjoyed except for one. And, um, <laughs> was it your failed pancake day? Um, that was just that was pretty bad. That was just a mistake ingredient. Like I'm pretty sure it wasn't failure. I forgot one of the main ingredients. Um, <laughs> but uh, I mean, I enjoyed every almost every meal, and it was so fun to see what I was capable of in the kitchen. How'd the boys like it? The boys were were pretty good on board. If I wouldn't have told my son, my nine year old son, that I was doing this, he probably would never have realized it. 
but since he knew that I was doing it, he's like, I want some meat. And so finally, yes. after a few days of that, oh, I got perception. like a couple pieces of chicken and I would just like cook up some chicken on the side. Not every meal, but, a, you know, a couple of times like, look how special you are. I'm making you meat. <laughs> <laughs> um, she could make so. it right there. That's it. <laughs> but he gave me my name. He's the one that gave me the name Goodmaker. Did I tell oh, you all that story? No. No, tell so us. when he was, he was just learning, like talking, he was just so little and I always cooked and made all our food and he was eating one day and he looked at me and he's like, mama, you're a good maker. And <laughs> so then I, I went onto Facebook and when I do post up on social media, it's usually so I can remind myself like an online journal almost, cause you can look back at that. And, um, so I put it on social media because I thought it was cute and I could remember that he said it when he said it. And then um, some of my friends started calling me Sally Goodmaker oh. from that post. So, yeah. It's perfect. It is. Yeah. It's pretty cute. I love it. And you are so good at that role. You even Sally Good made me when I got home from my trip. I was having a really rough um re-entry into reality and I texted her right before I was supposed to go to the store and I was like I have no inspiration can you mom me right now will you please help me out I don't know what to make for meals and she's like start with sandwiches and salads get you a soup in there you want me to send you a meal plan I got a shopping list ready check your email in 10 minutes and I was just like oh "Uh, let me pick my job off the floor and then go to the store I guess she totally set me up that's so perfect. And also, all of our gatherings, if there is a stove and a pan, Sally is probably there in front of it, being mm-hmm. Din Mom, making us all so nourished and happy. Yes. So we just love you, and you're Your such a special Thank role you. in our lives. Yeah, you're better than a dinner roll. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. I'm going to have to put some butter on you. You're going to have to be dairy-free there, girlfriend. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Okay. <laughs> wow. Oh, man. Oh, you guys. Well, thank you for letting me come on and talk to you all about all of this stuff. It was um, it was fun to do, and um, every month I'm gonna kind of do something to just keep um my health top of mind. Right now, I'm doing intermittent fasting, and I decided I'm gonna do that for um November and December because it I can eat whatever I want. And those are months that I need to be able to eat whatever I want. So that's, I'll eat from 12 to 8 each day. And I've been able to maintain the weight that I lost in October. Um, So I'm going to do those for November and December. And then I'm not sure what I'm going to do in January yet. So um, we should do a Watch me on social media on Instagram and I will be posting what I'm going to do. Yeah, and we want to have you back on after your holiday time and maybe around your birthday after mm-hmm. the, at the new great. year. I'd it's be happy to do it. Some salad good maker. That's right. Well, as usual, you're amazing. Keep that up. So are you. Thank you. <laughs> we Thank you. can't wait to see you soon. Yes. All right. Thanks, guys. Yay. Bye. We love you. Love Bye. you. Bye. She is just so full of wisdom and creativity Mm -hmm. she's a good maker she's abundant yeah Mm. she makes me feel ready to step out of my comfort zone and try our optional highly encouraged interactive writing exercise that's right 
Even if you've been listening to us this whole time and you've never once decided to participate in the writing exercise, we encourage you today Mm -hmm. to step out of your comfort zone. Yeah. Maybe you're like Sally and you're like, hmm, I've eaten meat forever and it's done this to me and that's cool. Let me just try this once out of the whole time I've been alive and just see what happens. Yeah. Maybe. Try a new thing. The paper probably won't bite you. Probably not unless you, it could cut you. So beware. Yeah. That will be vicious. Mm -hmm. Don't get anywhere near the edges. That's right. (laughs) But we will be giving you three different prompts today from springhole.net. We are going to start out with a prompt. You may pause us if you're joining us. Write out for three minutes on the prompt. Come back for two more prompts. Prompts? Two more prompts to produce one beautiful story. Yes, you could examine some characters you haven't quite examined yet in your mind. Let it out, let it flow, starting with the first prompt. A melancholy ghost hunter. Love that. It's like, meh, I guess I'll go get... (laughs) (laughs) So, three minutes... To develop. Right about that, and come on back. And for your second prompt, a bed and breakfast. And for your last and final prompt to wrap up your story, a well-stocked tool chest. Mm. Mm. Last three minutes. So you say your story's weird. It's a bit weird. I don't believe you. Most of the stories we write are like totally normal. I know. Somehow something happened today. I don't know what it was. It's probably Sally's fault. I bet it was. Yeah. Just blame her. I will. Okay. You want to go first? Sure. Okay. So, so there we were, the three of us in the living room, surrounded by candles. The windows were all draped in black lace. I wondered how long this was going to take. I had to be on the train by three to get to the, my meeting on time. I looked at my watch, 11.59. The seance can't start till precisely midnight, the leader had said. My cousin, Jan, had found this woman online. I was there to support Jan. Odd as it may seem, I guess there was something about families having to be here for it to work, Janet said. The ghost hunter was oddly bland. She wouldn't even tell us her name. She said it would scare the spirits to label herself. (laughs) I don't know where Jan gets her weird love of this other side. Apparently, the spirits that are trapped in this old, weird, creepy bread and breakfast she had snaked me into coming to fancied blood relations. Jan looked up at me, smiling, and I saw how excited she was. She was obsessed, if you ask me. I don't believe in any of it for myself. Just then, the candles blew out. The chandelier began to shake above our heads. My hair on my arms stood straight up, and I decided it was definitely time to catch that train after all. I got up to run, but a chest slid in front of the door, and I tried to move it out of the way, but it wouldn't budge. The leader stood up and began a melancholy chant. My cousin tried to stop my cousin tried to stop her. I was glad I wasn't the only one trying to get out of here. The room filled with smoke and the fire sprinklers started to go off. I saw my cousin had started to laugh. I was confused, then realized with angry amazement, 
that it was April 1st, and I had just been seriously punked. (laughs) That's awesome. Silly story. I like it. Mine's pretty silly, too. I'm interested in that um, April Fool's business, though. It's just a bunch of monkey business. We should start a punked business where we get people like that. (laughs) Okay, let's see how mine turned out. Yes. The sign on the front door could have been clearer. When I read Ghosts Beware, I thought it was a message to the ghosts that they should beware of me. I'm here to hunt them, or whatever. I wasn't even sure that ghosts were real. Anyway, I'd been at the end of my rope, out of options, in the traditional 9 to 5, and thought I'd give this a shot. What did I have to lose? This bed and breakfast called because they actually believed in me. No one had believed in me before. I didn't care that they also believed in ghosts, apparently. I was finally earning what I deserve, even if it was the last thing I did. What if ghosts are real? I assumed their proof was all explainable. Old houses creak, people moan in their sleep, doors slam shut in the drafty winds of the night. Don't they? But I had hauled in my ghost hunter toolkit with all the bells and whistles. I had the ectoplasmic shooter and the vortex induction ghoul trapper, several cans of invisibility mist, and other common ghost hunting apparatus. Of course, all of these tools were just common items with some fancy paint and sticker letters. People will believe whatever they tell themselves. As I waited in the alleged ghost's corner, I couldn't help but notice the temperature drop. Suddenly, the sound of a piano burst through the silence in the other corner, and a bright purple light appeared around it. The top burst open suddenly, and a police officer popped out. Maybe I should beware of the ghosts. Dot, dot, dot. He's thinking of the sign on the door. Yes. (laughs) Anyway, if you were a part of our episode last week, Yes. You might have heard the prompt was, the piano isn't who he says he is. (laughs) And I was riffing off the end of my story. So perfectly riffed. And I love that on Halloween, we tried to write spooky stories and had a hard time. And we've written spooky stories twice since. (laughs) Uh Uh-huh. That is interesting. We just had to set ourselves up for it. That's right. Yeah. Our brains are wired now. So let the spooky go on. Yeah. Tis the season. That's right. (laughs) Well, we hope that you enjoyed hearing how to get out of your comfort zone. Maybe these stories made you feel uncomfortable and we succeeded in getting you out of your comfort zone. I know writing my story didn't make a whole lot of sense and sharing it made me feel a little bit uncomfortable (laughs) because it wasn't my best work part. So that's part of the process. It really is. Yeah. I experience the same thing every time we write the stories. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But let's do it anyway. It's just life, y'all. Yeah. We hope you're enjoying yours. Indeed. It's up to you. It is. Indeed. (laughs) More on that next time. Did you just call me a moron? (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. Smart on that next time. (laughs) Thanks for listening. Be sure to... Comment, rate, review, follow, and of course, above all, share the love. Right here. Right now. Bye. Bye. There might be a blooper in here that you're going to enjoy. We tried our best this time around, but, you know, let's get some laughs. That's right. You know what? I love Brooke uh, Brooke Castillo. I got this from Brooke, Brooke, and she was saying, God, I can't fucking talk. Hello. She was having an... 
podcast once. God damn it. <laughs> she was? She was having a podcast <laughs> once. <laughs> what a nerd. Gosh. I love my brain. I love my brain. She's so complicated and scattered. She's so cute. Go forward. Right here? Right now.